Hi, friends. You were listening to No Foods or Friendship with. <laughs> wow. I actually was like, did my Zoom freeze? I'm concerned. <laughs> the word I like to use is extra. Do you know her sign? I would drink today. I look think I'm kind of psychic. It's like, am I psychic or am I an empath? Long distance friendships, social media. Are we going to like each other? Like, what's this going to be? Hi, friends. You were listening to No Filter Friendship with Jen and Haley. I'm Jen Gregorio. And I'm Haley McNutt. And together, we're two friends who talk too much. I'm fine. Everything's and- fine. And it, apparently it takes two to do this intro because one of us can't remember what the words are. Can't but remember honestly, shit. it changes every week which one it is. <laughs> Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Friends, today we are going colleagues. to discuss colleagues. Friends, colleagues. Whoa. We're going to talk about okay, friend I colleagues. I actually forgot that we were talking about work and I just said that. And wow. now I'm like... My brain. Your brain, this brain. works in a Don't mysterious ways. Works <laughs> yes. in mysterious ways, man. Um, it does. So my good friend, or we know her, we love her, sent we me a New York Times Well article. Which I guess from, is a part of the New York Times. I didn't know I, that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the title of it is called The Importance of Work Friends. <laughs> it's by Jancy Dunn. We'll link it in the description of this. Descript. Uh, Descript. Episode. In the Descript. In the episode show notes. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We're a podcast. <laughs> um, they did a, a seven-day happiness challenge. And this mm-hmm. was day five. And basically the challenge was to get closer to a colleague. And I think it's really... Interesting that it was part of the wellness challenge. Like, it's very important that they're recognizing that this is a very important piece to, like, people's well-being. Because I Mm -hmm, feel like it's mm -hmm. not really discussed. Having friendships at work specifically, you mean. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I feel like it's not, like, discussed very often. Like, you just go to work for work. But I think you and I know how important it Mm -hmm. is to have friends at work. Um, yeah. And we've definitely talked about it on previous episodes too, like the connections that we make in the office place, especially because, you know, we made this during the pandemic and we lost a lot of those connections or like we weren't able to be as close to our coworkers during that time period. And that's part of the reason why we struggled. Yeah. Yeah. And some of us still struggle currently with those connections. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) But yeah, we've definitely discussed that on previous episodes as well, like how that transition created a spotlight around some of the areas of work that were really difficult because we didn't have friends and that like companionship in our workplace to kind of carry us through those Mm -hmm. challenges. Yeah. And the article says, I want to know why. A lot of things. Well, it says a lot of things, but it says like, Workplace relationships are often overlooked, um, mm-hmm. but they are vital. And a 2022 report from Gallup showed that people who have a best friend at work are more engaged than those who do not. They were also mm-hmm. more likely to innovate and share ideas, get more work done in less time, and report having more fun. 
I yeah. I mean. See, it makes sense. It makes sense. I will say. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, we are social beings as humans. And I think being around people is what makes us thrive. I actually recently heard from one of my friend's parents randomly that um, he was talking to some guy that he works in the same office building as. And the Mm. guy was saying that their sales of that company went up 100%. When people went back to the office, which is crazy because like salespeople make like commission, right? So Mm -hmm. they're driven by, you know, how much money they're making. Money. The more sales they make, the more money they make. But even then they weren't producing or they weren't selling as much when they were working from home. They started to sell more when they went back into the office. Which well, I'm sure with salespeople, too, part of that also is, like, you get amped up by the people around you. Totally. It is a little bit of competition mm-hmm. to it. And then also, like, that oversight of, like, oh, everybody else is doing X, Y, Z. I hear everyone else having success on the phones. It makes me want to try harder. Yeah. Whereas if you're by yourself alone and you're constantly like call after call getting rejected, you're going to be like, I'm going to take a fucking break. Yeah, like, totally. I, I'm going to call it quits for the day or totally. I'm going to go wash some dishes. Like, I don't want to keep yeah. doing this. It's not fun. <laughs> I mean, I do think that working remotely in general makes it a lot harder to build relationships with people in the office. Certainly. Certainly. Um, I, and I wish I had more like insight into how to do it because I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing a good job of it. Like I'm struggling on the struggle bus. Like my company is fully remote and you know, I feel like I have a few people that I'm friendly with at work, but like I've been at this company for almost 10 months now and I don't Mm -hmm. feel that much closer to people than I did when I first started. Yeah. Um, which sucks. And, like, I don't know how to be better at it. The only thing that has helped me, I will say, remote mm-hmm. remotely, is setting up one-on-ones with people randomly yeah. where we're not talking about yeah. work. We're talk- Or maybe we're talking about work, but, like, we're also gossiping and we're also, like, talking about our vacations or our personal lives because yeah. that's how you get closer to people. Form those connections. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, making sure that, you know, when we're on a phone call or a Zoom – that we're also having that, like, small talk that I do think that, like, mm-hmm. depending on the company that you're at, some companies can just, like, kind of gloss over that and forget about that, which is not Or will actively discourage it. Yeah. Some like, companies like are, like, so business. focused yeah. on the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And, and some managers can be like that, too. Like, I, the last company I worked at definitely had that problem where it was, like, People, when we were in person, people would chit chat at the start of a meeting for like five minutes and it was all very like cute, fun times. But like when we went remote, it was like, we're in a meeting. It's meeting time. Mm-hmm. You need to be like, you You need to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's time to get down to business. And that was obviously very discouraging for making friends. Like I can't imagine what it would have been like to start as a new employee during that time period and being right. like, oh, okay, sick. I guess we're, I'm just not allowed to have friends. Like Mm -hmm. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism, baby. (laughs) Capitalism, baby. Well, and I know that you 
have, I feel like your friendships at work have really thrived recently because you've been going into the office a few times a week, once or twice a week. And you guys do like happy hours and stuff. Like, I love that. Yeah. I do feel like I, this was something I thought would be good to talk about on the pod for myself personally, just because my work relationships are so unique at this job and have also changed a lot in the past like six months. I was hired fully remote. I was hired during a time period where there wasn't really an expectation to go into the office. Like a year ago, we were actually discouraged from going into the office for a significant portion of time because of COVID. Like everything was spiking really bad Mm -hmm. last winter. I'm sure everybody remembers. And so I didn't actively go into my office. I went in one time before the end of the year. And then I went in like one other time in January and that was it. Like, I don't even think I actually started really going in until maybe March. Mm -hmm. And even then when I started going in in March, it was like once a week, at max. And part of that was because I was really trying to protect my peace and protect my ability to separate work and Mm -hmm. the rest of my life. But also I didn't feel a desire to go into an office where I didn't have anything to benefit from being there. Like my team that I work with the closest is completely remote. So None of them, for the most part, were in the office. It wasn't until I started reaching out to other team members who I didn't work with directly, but like had things in common with professionally that I started to be able to form more bonds. And then I also really benefited from the fact that like everybody who did go into my office regularly was very friendly and very Mm -hmm. open and outgoing and they wanted to get to know me. So when I did start going in a little bit more, they would ask me questions and they would eat lunch with me or try to like go on walks outside of the office together and like talk about doing things together outside of work, like happy hours, et cetera. And that made a really big difference in my mental shift of like, well, now going into the office is something that I kind of enjoy doing. And I'm, I'm interested in becoming more of a participant Mm. in this group of people. Whereas before there was no, like I had no interest or obligation to do that. Right. And now girly pop i'm like a three day a week girl like it's weird i know (laughs) a girl do you feel like that has improved your work experience like you do you enjoy work more are you more excited about your job do you have less sunday scaries etc (laughs) etc um Yes and no. I When I first started going into the office, office days were days where I got like nothing done because mm-hmm. it was a social environment through and through. Like you were not going there to like head down work. You were going there to like pet some dogs and like eat some snacks and catch mm-hmm. up on gossip and talk about TV shows, but also do work. And like work at the office felt like a very social environment. Work at home felt like a very serious environment. And as... I started to try and balance my work a little bit more in terms of like being able to get things done in that social Mm -hmm. environment as well as getting things done at home. That also was part of the shift where I felt more capable of going in more often. And to be honest, like my job has changed a bit too. Whereas now I, I've always been a project manager this whole time, but I now oversee a very large team of people. Mm -hmm. So I spend a lot of time connecting with the people around me. Right. Some of which 
are on my team, some of which aren't, but it still benefits me to have those connections with other people in the office because my team might work with them in some capacity. And it, and it does inform my ability to yeah. be a better manager yeah. for my team. So that's part of the reason too, why going in has actually been a massive help for me. It's, it is like something that professionally aids me now. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, if I was doing a different job, that might not necessarily be the case. So I do kind of see the argument for people where that is less helpful for them getting their work done, but wanting to go in less. Do you like your job more now that you feel like you have more connections at your job? I've always liked my job. No, I know, but like, I yes. <laughs> but do you, do you feel more connected do you to feel, my company? To the company, to the role. Yeah. Like, do you feel more like engaged? Because I feel engaged? like that's the difference. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is that I actually, the first friend who I made at this job is a remote friend. Mm. And she was on my team, like on the account with me. And we worked very closely together. Like as soon as I started, we were working closely together. And we just started talking. Like I, I think I scheduled a meeting with her and one other person who also seemed cool, like pretty early on. I remember distinctly, like one of my coworkers had a mug with an office reference on it. And like, I would message them being like, Oh my God, I love that mug. Like I love the office. And then we started talking about that. And that was like, it's that easy. It's that simple. It is. Yes. That is literally one of the things that the article says for a colleague you'd like to know better, give them a specific thoughtful compliment suggested Gina Cox, an organizational psychologist and executive coach based in Clearwater, Florida. Recently, someone sent me a note out of the blue and told me why they admired me. She said, I was shocked Mm -hmm. and I will always feel closer to that colleague as a result of them doing that little thing for me. I feel like that is is the exact same thing of saying, hey, I like your I like your mug. It's just a conversation starter. It's so easy. They're not going to ignore that. Unless they're a terrible person. I also but definitely felt like I could feel a vibe even through mm-hmm. Zoom. So, like, I already knew that the vibe seemed good between mm-hmm. these couple of people and myself. So, like, reaching out to them felt a little safe. But I, like, knew that they would respond well to it. And it ended up creating, like, this whole beautiful chat where we now could talk about that Mm -hmm. and then, you know, expand as we found more similarities, more things we had in common, expand to other areas. And then, like I said, like my first really good friend at my office lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. I did not meet her in person until August. We Mm -hmm. had worked together for nine months before I met her in person. And that, but that whole time we were so close because we would talk in meetings occasionally, of course, but we also spoke outside of meetings. Like we would chat with each other. We would schedule like little one-on-one time where Mm -hmm. we could like catch up and talk about work, but also talk about who we are as people. And like all of that is part of the reason why I was able to make that connection even virtually and like completely remote for such a significant portion of time. And simultaneously, I also was working on making in-person connections at my office Mm -hmm. and they just they just acted completely different because I had to go about them in very different ways. Right, right. I will also say that I feel like it's such a two-way street. I mean, friendship in general is a two-way street, obviously. But I do feel like with remote work especially, I feel like both people, both parties have to be committed. I think with remote, it's so much harder that I think both parties need to be down to like, 
be slacking each other on the side or set up, you know, weekly or biweekly meetings to like chat or whatever. Like it's not going to work if it's one-sided. Definitely agree. I also think like you want it to be reciprocated, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to reach out to somebody and if they just give you crickets, be like, keep pushing and to get to know Unless you're a man. (laughs) (laughs) T. Um, so I had to do it. Had to do and it. And that's on toxic masculinity. Correct. But we, but yes, like in general, you wouldn't just keep like bothering someone who wasn't responding yeah. in any way to, to your advances. So like, yeah, certainly if I kept reaching out to someone and they like didn't really seem too interested in being my friend, I would be like, okay, maybe I, maybe it's not for us and that's fine. I'll just mm-hmm. move on to someone else. Yep. But luckily, yes, I did like reach out to people who also definitely had like an interest in getting to know me too. And then yeah. the whole beautiful cycle of our friendship began. Um, I want to go back to something you said earlier about how making friends at work is helpful for you professionally. Mm-hmm. Because I have been talking to an old colleague recently about like networking and she was mm. like, I need to get better at networking because, like, she's looking for a new job. And yeah. every time I've looked for a new job, I really try to go through referrals because that's really the best way to yeah. do it. You you do the network. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I got to get better at networking, whatever. And I'm like, it's not really, like, networking. It's people that you used to work with that you were friendly with or friends with that you have kept in touch with that you can mm-hmm. now not use. That's not the right word. But, like rely on rely on that's that's way better yes you can rel- oh no her gemini came out too hard <laughs> you can rely on them for them. help in the future like i think work friends yeah. and and honestly like not even with looking for a new job or whatever but like looking for talking about advice needing professional advice like yeah. me and or who again send me this article she and i met at work And we're, you know, kind of in different jobs at this point, but like, we still understand what each other does because we used to work in the same company. We work in similar fields and like, Mm -hmm. we're able to kind of like, it's one of my favorite things about our friendship is that like, we're able to talk about work and like, give each other advice about work. And like, she helped me have a really hard conversation with my boss, like, and I helped her, you know. I don't know how I've helped her. I hope I've helped her somehow. Or if you're listening, let me know. I'm sure I have. Like, listen, you know, just like listening to her complain about whatever or and I kind of get it. Right. And I feel like, yeah, that's a different relationship that you have with those people. And like my old coworkers from Rapid7 that I used to work with in IT, like we are still sending each other updates on our current work situations and like all the tea of our work and asking for advice. And like, you know, we all kind of know about Salesforce. And so we're sometimes I'll be like, Hey, does, how does this thing in Salesforce work? You know, like it's cool. I feel like, you know, you're not just going to ask like a random person you used to work with about that. It's cool to like have those friendships, but then also be able to talk about other stuff too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I try really hard to like, when I have a friendship that starts in the workplace and moves outside of the workplace, I try really hard not to make our friendship like always about work. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's I, a great tip. I will say, yeah, and I will say too, like this is something that I've definitely noticed about myself. I tend to take, this sounds like shitty, but it's almost like a souvenir. Like every job I've had, there's like one person who stuck with me. <laughs> and 
it's not necessarily for any. Like, it's not like I picked them. Yeah. Like I remember you did, talking though. to my friend Anna. You did. No, but they picked me too. Yeah, of course. Like, I remember talking to my friend Anna about this forever ago because she was thinking about leaving the company that we worked at together. And she, she left several years after I did. And I remember her saying like, she was worried about all the people who she was friends with at the company that were still there, that she was still really tight with. And she was like, I just know like the second I leave, that person's probably not going to come with me. And I was like, but like, do you need them to? And she was like, no, I don't. But like, it sucks to know that already because you can tell, like, usually you can tell when somebody's going to be able to put in the effort required mm-hmm. to stay close. And, like, when I left, she and I stayed close because she continued to reach out with to me. I continued to reach out to her. We made time for each other. And you weren't just talking about work. And, yes, our friendship had evolved far outside the bounds of our workplace yep. at that point. Like... That's the same with my friends that I have at work now, too. Like, I have, I feel like I put in a lot of effort recently, actually, to move my friendships that I have that started at work now, especially the local ones, outside of the workplace as well. And it's not, again, it's not so hard to do because they mm-hmm. have the same interest that I do. They invite me to things, they want to include me, but I also make more time for them than I did previously. And I, also want to invite them to things and plan things with them. Like I have a more active interest in engaging with them outside of my workplace. And I keep our, like the way that we communicate, I keep it both ways. Like I want to be able to communicate in the workplace about professional things, but also outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is nice. Back to the article, they basically made like a big recommendation that you become friends with someone at work and kind of broke down like how you might do that for each kind of coworker. Um, so you had said, Jen, the one about if you'd like to get to know someone mm-hmm. better, doing like a, a compliment or whatever. The one right before that they have is for someone you don't know, you can make a mental note about something that they mention in the workplace. So like... The example that they have here is like somebody says that they're going to run a 5K after it happens, be like, how did that 5K go that you were doing? Or, you know, yep. it, if their kid was sick, being like, oh, I hope they're not sick anymore. Yep. This, <laughs> this feels what? It's easy. Is that what you were going to say? Well, I was going to say this also feels like just like, I don't know, like workplace chatter. Like this feels like what p- most people talk about in a workplace in general, at least pre-pandemic. Yeah, but I do feel like some people don't think to ask or like think to follow mm-hmm. up or like, reach out. Yeah, like my uh, my teammate recently, her son was sick, and then she was sick, and then her husband was sick. Like they all were sick for like literally a month, Yikes, like rip. the entire month of December. That's very sad. I hate that for them. <laughs> and I like the entire month of December. I've been like, "How's Jack feeling? How's your husband feeling? How are yeah. you feeling?" Right? And then like today, I met with her for the first time in a while. And I was like, is your household healthy again? Like what's going on? Are you okay? (laughs) And I feel like she appreciated that. Right. And then we were able to talk about like a little bit more about that. And, you know, I just went to Disney world and she asked me about my trip and, you know, we talked a lot about Disney world. We had like a pretty long conversation about Disney world. And I feel like 
I got to know her a lot better in that conversation. Yeah. And then we like, we learned that we were both in Color Guard in high school and we both went to Disney World as Iconic. people in Color Guard. Like, how cool wow. is that? And like, what we, are the would, odds? we would never have had that conversation or made that connection if she hadn't asked me how my trip was. Yeah. And it's like very small things that can like develop into bigger conversations, you know? Yeah, that's so funny you mentioned that because actually I um I I'm still getting like new people put on my team right now. Like I have people who are coming underneath my like leadership mm-hmm. and one person who just came underneath me, she just returned from parental leave. So I just met her for the first mm-hmm. time like last week basically or right before Christmas. And so when we had our our one-on-one this week earlier like on Monday, she was like, so I know you have a cat and that that is because she we have like a, a team chat for everybody who works like within the mm-hmm. Baltimore team. And we do a pet pick Friday every Friday. There's like a theme and you send in a photo of your pet that fits the theme. So she knew I had a cat because I've posted Marco Obviously. every Friday. And An she icon, was like a superstar. I know you. Yeah, obviously. Um, and she was like, I know you have a cat. Do you have any kids or, or is it just you and your cat? And I was like, oh, it's just me and my cat. And she like was like, oh, how old is he? You know, how long have you had him? All this stuff. And I ended up telling her that I agreed to adopt him while I was studying abroad in Italy. And she was like, oh, my God, I studied abroad in Italy. There you and go. I was like, Like the what? weirdest connections. And then you can like. Truly the weirdest yeah, connections. It's like through the randomest, the most random shit, honestly. Yeah. Like and the she, smallest thing can connect you. Yeah. And she, and like the fact that she took that one piece of information of like, Haley sends pictures of an orange cat yeah. every Friday. I now know that she has a cat. Yeah. I'm going to ask her about yeah. it. Like that was so, yeah. like, she made that mental note to yeah. be like, I'm going to do this so we can get to know In each other on a more personal level. You, yes. Well, I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I feel like when I'm closer to my coworkers on a personal level, I'm more interested in working with them. I'm more excited to work with them. I'm more mm-hmm. like, willing to kind of go above and beyond for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And it just makes work so much more fun to, like, throw in those, like, you know, now you can be, like, in a meeting with her talking about work, la, 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 and then you can be, like, oh, my God, this reminds me of that one time in Italy, and, like, you know what I mean? You can call back. Or, like, did you ever see this thing? Yeah. Because it's, like, it reminds me of, yeah. Right, and, like, you can make those connections, continue to make those connections, like, while you're working with each other. Yeah. And also just know, like, we have things in common. Like, Mm -hmm. it makes me want to work with her, not only because I know we can, like, find common ground together, but also it, like, makes me want to, like, connect with her in a way that, and, like, appreciate her on a human level Mm -hmm. and not just as, like, a person who I need to ask to do things for me or with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that it's actually, like extra important to do that when you're working remotely because otherwise they're just a face on a screen or just a voice if you're like a company that doesn't do videos like mine (laughs) like like most of my coworkers are just a voice to me and a photo you know what I mean and so to not have I mean I've met a good amount of them in person now um with some like off sites but 
Otherwise, I they would literally just be their voice and yeah. a screen, you know? Like yeah. so getting to know them gives me gives them more gives makes me more of an understanding more of who they are out. as a person, makes them more yeah. of a human to me, right? Um yeah. and so this article says if you work remotely, the, they recommend showing up early on a work call, making conversation before everyone gets down to business, mm-hmm. giving coworkers shout out for their contribution, or asking about an interesting object in their background. Um, yeah, I I do that too. Yeah. I always compliment people. Have like there was I remember when I first started, there was a girl who had these really really cute throw pillows, and I was yeah. like, I see her really cute throw pillows. I like those. Yeah. Where are they from? Like, can we talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> I love to do that. It's great. Or like, I don't know, even just like ask in the beginning of a meeting, just be like, how was everyone's weekend? Like, what did everyone yeah, do? Same. How's everybody doing? How's the week going? How are you feeling? How are your meetings? Trying to get people like engaged and to chat about not work stuff before you jump into the work stuff, yeah. I think is so helpful because also... That's like a warm up, you know, like there's yeah. a reason icebreakers exist. Like they're kind of stupid and people make fun of them. Because there's like, ice to break, baby. Yes, exactly. And you got to break <laughs> that motherfucking ice. Because, break that ice. Smash it. Otherwise, it's cold in that Zoom meeting. It can be cold in there. Yeah. Not cute. Not <laughs> you know? fun. Like I honestly think the the best way that I've made friends remotely at work has been just like biweekly one on ones. And just like, or weekly one-on-ones, whatever, just like touch base points to talk about work and most, mostly not work. Like mostly to like. Do the chit, the chit, the the, chat. The chit and the chat, like work gossip, (laughs) you know, talking about what we're annoyed about, which like is like the number one reason to have friends at work. So that you can complain about shit that's pissing you off. Like. Yeah. So that you don't take it out. In your actual like work, exactly, exactly, (laughs) and it's so like. I also think that commiserating with people is one of the like best ways to get close with people. Misery loves company. Misery does really love company. Like, if you're (laughs) unhappy and they're unhappy, and you talk about it, like immediately you feel a little bit better, don't you? Because you're well, and also you're building (laughs) trust. You're building trust, and you're being validated, right? Like your feelings are being validated, and you're putting trust in somebody else that. You know, you're airing these grievances and you're trusting them to not share them with other people and vice versa. Right. And it's like an an immediate closer connection. And I'm not not saying that you should be talking shit at work all the time because I don't think that that's a good idea either. Certainly not. But if something happens, nobody's going to understand it the way that your work friend will understand it. Because if something happens for me at work, like, yeah, I can talk to Haley about it and she'll understand the majority of it, but she's not going to understand, like, who the people I'm talking about are or what exactly my company does. You know what I mean? It's just like a different, it's a different level of understanding understanding that your work colleagues Mm -hmm. and your work friends understand that your non-work friends just won't understand. Um, yeah, let me let me put on my uh, leadership hat really fast. <laughs> if you have an actual issue with mm. work or with a coworker, talk to that coworker. Yeah, ha- hammer it out with them. Yeah, do not just go around talking yeah, shit yeah, yeah, or like yeah. making passive aggressive comments to everybody else about that person. Just talk to them directly. <laughs> Be an adult. 
But if you have like, oh my God, so-and-so made a typo in this email again, I can't believe it. That's fine. Yeah. Like you, you can, you can say a little comment here or there to your work friends. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, well, how funny. Yeah. But like, if it's an actual legitimate issue, please do not just talk shit to everyone mm-hmm. but that person. Please just talk to that person. Yeah. I, I love to, <laughs> I love to like, when I am in the office with my friends, cause they are my friends, but also one of them does report to me. I love to be like, as your manager, this is what you should do. As your friend, it's funny. But as your manager, <laughs> I need you to do this. <laughs> and, like, they get it. <laughs> but, like, just That's so everybody funny. knows, that is also, that is also important. That's very funny. Um, the last item that they have on here, actually, speaking of speaking which, of leadership, managers, <laughs> they say what you can do if you're a manager is before a meeting starts, try out some of those icebreakers. So what basically what we just said, and yeah. I mean, really what Jen and I are saying is you don't have to be a manager to do that. You yeah. can put icebreakers in regardless. But I will say if you are in a position of leadership, it is really important to put in a little bit of extra effort mm-hmm. to make those connections because you're leading by example. Mm-hmm. You want people who are on your team to know that this is important to you, that you want everybody on your team to be connected in like a personal way as well as a professional way. And it kind of gives the green light to all of them mm-hmm. that they can do this before their meetings too. 100%. And that they should, and that they should do it at their meetings. Yeah. And actually a great example of this is my boss, Kim. She... Oh, we love Kim. Regularly, we love Kim. We're obsessed with Kim. But she comes into the office regularly. She asks questions. She follows up. She will say, "Like, did you end up going out with so and so the other night?" Like, she'll ask questions of what she's heard in the chatter in the office, but Mm -hmm. also what she hears like through the grapevine or what she might ask on a one-on-one. And she makes those personal connections. And she sits in the big boss, girl boss desk. And says this for the whole room to hear. So everybody in the office knows that not only is that allowed, it's encouraged. Mm-hmm. And it's That's important beautiful. to her as a boss. It is beautiful. Now, I do also need to put on my anti-capitalism hat really fast. <laughs> and while I do always, I'm here for friendship. Let me let me make this very clear. I am here for friendship. Really? I'm here for I, thank you. I am. I'm here for love. I'm here for respect. If you are working in a workplace where you are not being respected and appreciated by your coworkers, and and I mean professionally, and they continue to make you feel like it is okay under the guise of friendship, that is not okay. T. I have worked in many workplaces where everybody's so, so happy. They all like each other so much, but professionally I was not being treated well. That is not okay. That is toxic. (laughs) And, and you gotta, you gotta get out of there. It's a very insidious culture and dynamic to have. And it's hard sometimes to parse the difference. I think the beauty of what we gained in the horror and terror of COVID and having to work remotely was perspective when it came to workplaces. Yeah, correct. And also to summarize everything, like I think also an important note is that, that we, I don't even know if we did say this actually, you're going to make a lot of friends at work 
that aren't going to come with you. I mean, you said that because Anna made that, yeah. that comment, right? Like, you're going to make a lot of friends at work. Mm-hmm. It's going to make your day-to-day life so much better. And then if you mm-hmm. leave that company or if they leave that company, you might lose that friendship. You might and never that's see them okay. again. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that your friendship when you had it wasn't great or wasn't real. helpful or wasn't real or didn't get yes. you through that job, right? Didn't get yes. you through the project that you're working on or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's also very important to note is that – and I think that you'll know – You'll know yeah. when... You have a gut instinct, You know, usually. like, this bitch is it, or this this friend... It's like, not here for a long time, but here for a good time. And that's okay. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So... I will say, too, like, I feel like there are a lot of people who try to... Like, they're scared... If you've been in a job for a long time, you might be scared to lose those friends. Mm-hmm. And you might think like, oh my God, I'm never going to see this person again. Don't think that that is the case because that's not necessarily true. You lose a huge, yeah, do you lose a lot of things that you had in common with that person? Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them. You'll realize how many things when you leave, yeah. you'll be like, wow, what did we talk about before? Yeah. <laughs> but you will also gain so much freedom in your relationship to each other mm-hmm. and like those people, the people who matter, they make it work. Well, and also like the ones that you want to keep around, if you leave a job and there's like two people that you really, really don't want to lose, make sure to put the effort in when you leave to continue those friendships. Yeah. And that's, and that's on friends at work. There you go. And that's on making friends at work. Thank you to this article for (laughs) inspiring us. Yes. And thank you to Or for sending it. Um, yeah, it's shout article. out or love you. Illy. Miss you. Me too. I haven't seen her in so long. <laughs> okay, but not as long as me. That's true. That's so true. Um, all right. Well, I would love to hear anybody's thoughts. If you guys have mm-hmm. more thoughts on how to make friends at work, um, specifically remotely, because I just don't know if I'm good at it, um, let us know. Send us an email, nofilterfriendship at gmail.com. You can also send us other questions about friendship. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also find us on the socials. We are at No Filter Friends with a Z at the end on Twitter and Instagram. And we're at No Filter Friendship on TikTok. And you can DM us there. You can also just follow us. You can share our content through there. It's a really easy way to share our content. But also another great way to do it is to... Rate, rate, review, review, and subscribe. And subscribe. Or follow us Which, on Spotify. Which, side note, you can rate on Spotify? Oh. Is that, is that new? Is that a thing? I think it might be a thing that's new. Underneath the image of, like, our, like, art, there is a little thing that says no rating for me because I haven't rated it yet. I am now obviously rating as five stars. Five stars. In a very unbiased opinion. <laughs> Um, so now it's rated five stars because I just hit that little star button. So if you listen on Spotify or if you don't, just go find us, No Filter Friendship. You know where it's at. And um, throw us a little star rating because that's a new function that yeah. we want to use. And with that, we'll see you next time on another episode of No Filter Friendship. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. two friends who talk too much.